Alright, I'm a little bit angry. I found out Shiba Inu was delisted from Robin Hood. That's right. The worst part of the matter is it was never listed on there at all. That's why it sucks. <laughs> I, I, I do admit the title for this episode is very clickbaitish, but um, yeah, I had to make it. It was never listed on there at all. Can you delist something that was ever listed at all? Um, so I, I don't know. It's kind of like a Shiba Inu update. I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, the ridiculousness of the dog coins. I do think they are a little ridiculous. In fact, a little overrated, if anything. And I think we're giving these little coins little too much credit. But uh, it's all right. So I guess what we can do is we can take a look at maybe. Coinbase. I guess I could take a look at Coinbase real quick and see what's uh, what's going on. But yeah, it, it's it's a ridiculous thing, man. I, I think as much as I'm okay with the dog coins and is and everything, it's really just a passing fad. And I think um, it's good to get into it though, because um, I know that with fads and trends, you kind of have to follow them a little bit. Um, follow them before they're a trend, though. If you can find out what's going to be a trend later on, even if it's like a few months from now. Yeah, that's a huge advantage. That's something I've always been really good at. I'm always good at finding out what's going to be the next trend. I check the message boards. I see what idiots are trying to invest in and trying to prop up. So you have to kind of find out what the next pump and dump is going to be. Um, and, and it's it's something that's pretty damn important. So like as I look at Coinbase right now, my uh, my holdings. I actually had a friend of mine recently who had a uh, Ethereum bought Ethereum on Coinbase. This is interesting, and I he's contacted their customer support, but I guess they um. It was somehow randomly gifted to somebody else's wallet, so that was very disturbing. Um, I don't know how he pulled that off. I don't know. How, I don't know if it's like a glitch in the system. Luckily, I've never bought Ethereum on Coinbase, so yeah, I'm don't plan on it now that I know this. Uh, I prefer to buy it on Robinhood if anything, even though I don't really believe in Ethereum that much. Even though Shiba Inu is on the Ethereum blockchain, like I get that part of it, but. The way I look at it is Ethereum is really nice, but I do think it can get overloaded as a network because you have to, it's, it's a decentralized network full of computers keeping it alive, you know? Um, it's not really all that environmentally sound either, which is pretty funny. Um, a lot of the youth like to say it's, you know, I have to admit though, if you think about it, um, like a decentralized currency could in effect potentially, um, be less wasteful or use less electricity in overall compared to like credit card companies and other things like that. So if you think about like the Google servers, for instance, those things are overloaded 24 seven. Um, but they said, th- they say they claim they've been carbon neutral for a long time. So that's kind of cool, but yeah, I don't know. I think that, I think the solution to a lot of these climate woes are pr- pretty fucking simple. Just fucking plant more trees, bro. Plant more motherfucking trees. Yeah, at least that's my simple solution for a complex problem. Fucking more trees. Just plant more fucking trees. We'll get the trees planted anywhere we can. Have them suck up all the excess carbon dioxide and we'll live a happy life. Besides, they will too. Those fucking trees. But yeah, I've been um, having a good time lately. Uh, Just being able to make the show to do this shit. um, But what I really wanted to talk about was uh, Shiba Inu. Will Will it ever get listed on Robinhood? I don't know. Sorry for the clickbaity title, by the way, but I definitely had to do it. Um, just, I just love clickbait titles; they're fun. I don't do them all the time, but I do them every once in a while. It's it's good shit. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, once it gets listed on Robinhood, I think everybody's going to flip out enough to where everybody starts buying in, but they have to make the announcement first. Um, as I keep telling everybody, I got in really, really early, and I'm still holding. In fact, I don't know. I I think holding on to something when you got in early, and I got most of my principal back, so even if I lost it all right now, if, like, let's say, it, let's say Shiba Inu coin went to near zero, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, it legitimately doesn't matter at this point because I got in so bloody early. And when you, get in, when you get in really early into a product or a project or anything in crypto, you're pretty much set to be okay. Um, unless there's like a massive crypto bear market where everybody and their mother's selling and whatever, you know, it happens. Um, you know, selling, selling pressure happens from everybody, you know. Uh, like my boy Elon Musk, he might go crazy and decide to buy like a billion dollars worth of Shiba Inu coin and call it good. Maybe he got in really early. Um, I think he also got in really early with the Dogecoin thing. He probably put down millions of dollars. And um, oh, by the way, this is the old tripod for the. Well, I guess you could. This is not even a tripod. It's a little stand for the webcam. But I decided to actually put the webcam on a tripod since it has tripod capabilities. But yeah, I um, I don't know. As far as my faith in the overall crypto community, look. As much as I like crypto, I think it's a cool. I think it's cool. I think decentralized finance is a fascinating possibility, a fascinating prospect, but I'm not going to be gung-ho all in thinking it's the tits. I do like being able to own the technology to a certain degree because when you buy into Bitcoin, when you buy into Ethereum, Shiba Inu, whatever you want to buy into, you do technically have some form of ownership over, but you don't, okay, okay I guess you can't say that. Because nobody technically owns these, um, you know, they were created, but then everybody keeps the network alive who decides to mine, who decides to, you know, to do the mining processes for, uh, for these different uh, cryptos. And so nobody technically owns it, but this is the closest thing to ownership of the technology is to buy into the coins. Because the coins themselves do go up in value. And here's another thing about Shiba Inu that everybody needs to be aware of and why you probably should buy and hold this coin. If you don't buy and hold this damn coin, you know, you, you might be missing out. And so the reasoning is simple. And I keep, tell, I keep touting this every bloody video. Um, the main reason to hold it is just simply because it's, uh, they're decreasing the supply. And now what I mean by decreasing the supply is they're lessening the supply. You know, there's not as much of it. It's important. And lessening the supply will allow for um will allow for it to be scarce. The whole idea, the whole point of it is scarcity. We want scarcity in this. Um, and the more scarcity there is, the better. Um but yeah, this is something that's really important. Um, and I think if you want to get involved, get involved. Um, but just keep in mind, everybody, there's one thing you must know about this this whole thing. Um, it's risky. You know, you put a you put whatever amount you desire to put in now, um, you could very well, um, I wouldn't say lose it all, because you only lose when you sell now, but it could be possible that maybe it never goes up to that point again. You know, maybe the whole project is a sham. You know, you have to keep these things in mind and also be a little bit of a pessimist. As great as it is to be optimistic about something, there should be a duality to optimism. Uh, And I believe that you can be optimistic and you can also be pessimistic, maybe not at the same time, but you should be optimistic at first, getting into it. A little pessimistic, though. Have some doubts. It's okay to have doubts. I say a healthy level of pessimism to optimism ratio. 
maybe 90% optimism, 10% pessimism, a little skepticism, I should say. You know, be skeptical. In fact, you know, honestly, I might even change that ratio a little bit. 80% optimistic about something, 20% skeptical, because you do have to analyze any of the faults, any of the problems. Um, but you don't want to also let skepticism overrule your judgment. I, I know that I've let skepticism, for instance, overrule my judgment in plenty of different things, and I missed out on a lot of opportunities. Um, and that was, that was back in the day. I was skeptical about Bitcoin back in the day in 2000, uh, was it 2014? Didn't know if it would go anywhere, but that was stupid of me. I should have got in. I didn't get in. Um, you know, and I was going to say buying Bitcoin on the dip is another good thing to do. Um, there's just a lot of ways to get into it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, the only thing that bothers me about Bitcoin is its market cap is so high. It's basically like one point something trillion dollars. It's a high ass market cap. That's a market valuation, basically. That's how the market overall value is of 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 the crypto. Um, Shiba Inu is still in its infancy phase. The the Shiba Inu coin I got in when it had like a market cap of like one billion dollars. Luckily, I just had a feeling that there was going to be enough people, enough fools, I like to say. Who are going to get in on this and raise the market capitalization up really, really high? And I, I, I've been saying another reason I'm holding is because there is the possibility of Robinhood getting involved. And if the Robinhood brokerage uh, firm gets involved with this, then we got we got ourselves a ball game, folks. Um, and that's the way I look at it. But anyway, I want to try to summarize this episode, sum up this episode, not not summarize. I don't really want to summarize anything because I already said it all in this episode. Um. But what I really want to kind of get at is, you know, if you want to win this game, buying and holding for the long term is really your best bet. You know, and here's the thing. You can day trade, but here's what I recommend. Always have at least two brokerage accounts, right? One brokerage account is dedicated to nothing but buying and holding. I don't care if it's stocks. I don't care if it's fucking bonds. I don't care if it's crypto. Always have that one brokerage account that you have for buying and holding, right? and have another brokerage account strictly for swing trading, for crazy trades, right? Because my philosophy is you should always have a brokerage account that allows for you to buy and hold something, that allows you to take in dividend payments, allows you to take in whatever. Or even if you don't take in anything, you just want to hold it. That's a good thing. So I'll give you an example. When I invested in Shiba Inu, I, the Shiba Inu coin, I got in very fucking early, got a lot of profit and value. I shaved off $20 here, $20 there, $20 there, and I did that through Coinbase. I transferred it into Tether first, the stable coin, and then I took all my Tether, cashed it out into pure cash, put it into my bank account. Then what I took from my bank account was I went right from the bank account, and I went all the way motherfucking down. All right, I went down from the bank account to, um, and I put it into public. I put it into another brokerage account that happened to have Shiba Inu coin on there. And I pretty much got my principal back. So I thought about it and I was like, well, let's, let's gamble on my principal by doing some swing trading. So I, I, so I gambled the principal amount that I put in, right? And so I'm playing with house money on, the, on Coinbase. On Coinbase, I'm legitimately playing with house money, right? On public, I'm pretty much playing with my own money. But I'm, uh, I'm able to, uh, to, to play the ups and downs of the coin. So it's fun. It's fun. I, I really, I think I... I, maybe I enjoyed a little too much, possibly, but um, it's a good time. It's a very good time, and I think if more people get into it, I think, 
I, I think people will have a good time with it. I really do. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to think of anything else I want to say about uh, the coin or basically. So yeah, like I said, have two different brokerage accounts, you know, for, di for different styles of investing. Um, for different philosophies, for different systems. Because if you if you combine all your systems into one brokerage account, you're going to have a very tough time keeping track of what you're trying to do with what. Um, and that's why, man, I, I have, I basically, I, I kind of have a Jekyll and Hyde um, philosophy with the way that I invest. Um, you know, one moment I'm basically the wholesome buy and hold guy on one brokerage account, and then I'm great, then I'm fucking, uh, then I've gone insane on the uh, on the other brokerage account where I do nothing but swing trading and potentially day trading if I'm permitted. Um, it's more active, so you should always have one brokerage account dedicated to passive, you know, putting in money here, putting in money there, buying and holding. I don't I don't know. I don't believe in the concept of passive investing. I just call it buy and hold. I know people want to call it passive, but I don't really think so because if you're still putting in money, it's not passive. Um, it's not a passive investment. Um, but it is a buy and hold, you know, buy and hold to take the dividends and let it grow in value and appreciate over time. Then the other one is this crazy day trading. That's the one where you have to worry about taxes, but, um, but that's okay. I mean, if you kind of, if you know what you're doing, if you're kind of, um, crazy about it and you do, you know what you're doing, you're good. That's the way I look at it. Um, but but yeah, I know I love, I love swing trading. Swing trading is a very fun thing to do. Um, just hate taxes. The only thing I don't like. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another reason why buying and holding is great. Because you can avoid taxes at least on the appreciation, you know? Um, I mean, eventually you do have to pay like the, the capital gains tax. But if you do hold for at least a year, you only have to worry about the long-term capital gains tax. But yeah, honestly, taxes suck. I'm not, uh, the amount of tax, the, honestly, the level of taxation is true theft. And, um, another reason I don't want to get into politics, but somebody has got to say, give a middle finger to the government at some point and just say, fuck it. You know, taxation's a little too high right now. So that's okay. I mean, as long as I'm making gobs of money and I'm, I'm being a cheap ass, that's all that really matters. But, Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could talk about, but I think I've pretty much covered all the topics I wanted for this episode. I'm still thinking though, just in case. I mean, my if you want to know my my honest opinion, eventually Robinhood will list the Shiba Inu coin. I think it's going to be enough pressure from its users. Um, they also may feel it's too late to get in. They may feel like it's a bad bad move. You know, I can't. You can't say you blame them. You know, but I think if they if they aligned with Apex Crypto, I think they'd be okay because public aligned with Apex Crypto and things seem to be going okay. Um, I think I think Robinhood already goes through Apex Crypto, so I don't even know what the hell the the the, the wait time is. I don't even know why they're waiting, but it's interesting. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode. Um, once again, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sexy. Um, have sex with the like button, have sex with the subscribe button, and uh, also have sex with this like button. Whatever floats your boat. And anyway, later guys.